This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You have sort of a vibe and a culture. This is how we play. But you do understand mostly that in the playoffs, got tightened up a little bit, a little less emotional. But I can still defend Dan Campbell because the Lions play with a chip and I love the chip. I didn't even recognize Baltimore yesterday. This is a run team, number one in the league. It's one of the strangest three and a half hours of playoff football I have ever seen. Colin Coward, of course. And, uh, yeah, it's well put. <laughs> it's how I, how I felt, too. <laughs> yeah. The question is why. And what I get to is, and I, I felt this way about the Ravens at other times uh, with different with Greg Roman. Actually, this is Todd Monka now who got all kinds of credit for opening up their offense this year. I just feel like sometimes maybe it's not enough to win. You got to win your own way. Like you've got to sort of make a point. It, it, Rex was like that I, in, in, a, in a way. You know, just it, it, winning, sure, but only like there's a certain way of doing. How we how we want to do things. I, I want to physically dominate you with Rex, uh, I think, on the way to winning. And maybe the Ravens didn't care enough for that and wanted to pass their way. I, 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 I don't I, I would don't. say I would say maybe because that's kind of been what's happened this year. I mean, not to a tremendous extent, but for them. But they still, like Coward is saying, you know, they're still known for, really it's Jackson running and just big physical – domination on the ground and I don't know like Monken while they were that it was about new, new receivers um just sort of growing that part of their offense and as many would also say sort of Jackson as a player like just that that development that step and then I don't know like it was yesterday we sort of have to prove that again um uh who knows? Who knows? But it didn't really make any sense. And the and the Chiefs are that's how you do it. At least the Bills, like the, the the Bills lose the playoff game playing the way they had been. That's sort of under Brady, yeah. they were a run first team. And they were in that game too. I mean, the you remember. The, yeah, the to numbers such an were... extent to such an extent that when they when it when it when Casey finally started stopping it the bills didn't have a pivot like they they couldn't they really couldn't unlock their passing game to complement it which is kind of how it's supposed to work right like we're running we're hurting you okay do something about it and now here's the here's the other shoe dropping and the other shoe never really bills couldn't find the other shoe 
last week. They couldn't find the other shoe. Then those two passes late, you know, were yep. somewhat of a, a diversion, I guess you could say, from how they'd been playing. Anyway, we'd all uh, sort of put that in our background, right? Now here we are, these jerks in the radio have to keep bringing it up. if you want to join us. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, Ian Harditz, Sal Capaccio today. The Sabres are off all week. Uh, They're quickly on them. Look look at the standings today. Hey, two wins in a row, right? I mean, look at the standings. Uh, And they're nine points out. Yeah. Detroit has uh, has kind of separated there, and the Leafs are right there too. But, you know, nice enough job in California, but maybe too late. Probably. Probably there's uh, there's the the teams to climb over point although they have gotten past what they, they passed Montreal maybe mm-hmm. as we hit the break here uh, might even only be tied actually just like okay. right yeah and and I don't know who I don't know who I know a lot the Sabers aren't the only team that are on break heading into the All Star break other teams are a very scant schedule I know tonight I think there's only one game tonight yep um, how am I supposed to put together a parlay NHL you hey, Bettman uh, anyway. Yep. Uh, Have you ever heard of basketball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I think you should be able to find some action over there. <laughs> Probably right. Probably right. I mean, after all, I won a bet last Saturday. I, I got, I, you know, <laughs> got to give it all back. Uh, anyway, yeah. so they'll be standing still here for a week. We'll see how, how much that changes. But, yeah, I mean, I, th- I would have really relished, I think any Sabres fan would, have really appreciated the opportunity if they'd had a better homestand than they did and it like wasn't a disaster they're they're boy paul had it written i think maybe eight six and one in their last 15 or something which you know isn't great but it, it it's it's a decent stretch you know if that were 10 or 11 instead of eight you know with that homestand i mean the homestand went you know like it usually goes loss win loss win loss win that was that was the homestand um if they'd managed to just pick up a couple more, we maybe could lose ourselves in, like, okay, they're five out, and, you know, here coming out of the All-Star break, here's the schedule, but I, I can't even – I can't really get – I have not looked at the standings today. <laughs> mm. I'm going a long ways here. You said you – I I often do, but I, I am not, even with them winning two in a row to close out this trip. Hmm. Interesting. Ironic. I'm the one checking the hockey standings. <laughs> right. Let's go to Jim next. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Good, Jim. Thanks. Hey, I had two observations. One about your – I know you're going to bring up the uh, going for it on fourth down. And okay. the other observation was Travis Kelsey. So, uh, number one, going for it on fourth down. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, analytics say that it's uh, – the needle is almost in the middle – and you want to go for the points. Uh, Dan Campbell went went for it on fourth down. Uh, it was a good decision. But the football team, the guys on the field, the game was bigger than them. And they didn't catch the ball. You can't not catch the ball on second down, third down, fourth down, and expect to win a game. The game was just bigger than they were. Okay. And my second thing on Travis Kelsey, when you said maybe he was washed up because his production was down, Mm -hmm. uh, you can take this any way you want, but once you start dating... This is going to be about Taylor Swift. He's the first player in the league to have a girlfriend? 
Once you start dating, you catch everything. Okay. Thanks. I'm glad we waited around. Yeah, he's the first player in the league to have a girlfriend. I don't know. I think there were there was some pretty good evidence that he was maybe, as they always say, lost a step. You know, that Kelsey was not in kind with their offense, but you know, he you already know this. I mean, he um, did not have the same kind of elite year. I mean, he's been like tight end one. Andrews got it one year, but Kelsey has a string other than that of. Yeah of the most productive tight end in the league, and this year it just looked like it was coming a little harder to him. Well, maybe a part of that was their their lack of having a fully formed receiving core, right? I mean, we've spent ample time here, not not so much you and I, but I think Bills fans, even Brandon Bean, talking about getting help for digs so that teams can't so easily take him away. You know, you could say the same thing about KC. Now now maybe becomes a different story with Rice established. And, may, you know, it, maybe this was just a dip due to their roster construction as much as Kelsey's age. We'll see. I guess time will tell. You know, actually, I started today with how great two of my favorites are, are, are sort of back on the, on the table, I guess, certainly being discussed. Fourth down strategy and Lamar Jackson and the playoffs. Um, I guess maybe another one. I, I feel like maybe the NFL is rigged. People are out too, a little bit. Not that that would be Jim necessarily, our our, right. our caller, but you know, a little bit of that with Kansas City. I made the crack about the Chiefs, just you know, try to get a reaction, and people did respond to that. Like maybe they think I really think it's, I don't know, set up for T- Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Super Bowl, right? Yes, yeah. I, you had. Whoever you are, you have someone in your life who's been telling you that. <laughs> yes. They are not yes. going to waste this opportunity. Right. Yeah. Somebody in your section at the Bills game last week was telling you, like, it's all just meant for Taylor Swift. <laughs> How close? Did you watch the trophy stuff? Not a minute of it. I couldn't. Okay. I I did. And Kelsey, you know, do, you know, does this whatever fight for your right to part, like whatever. He's riffing on the Beastie Boys and screaming like a lunatic, you know, kind of like he's want to do, like a like a wrestler type type move. And there's a quick cutaway to Taylor Swift during that, and I know she's smiling in my brain. I'm like, that's the moment she's standing there going, "What am I? Why am I dating this frat boy? What, 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 what am I? What am I doing? What am I? What, why am I doing this? <laughs> He's a lunatic." Now I have to go to the Super Bowl. Great, <laughs> right with him. Oh God, <laughs> there'll be other musical acts there. I don't want to embarrass I, anybody. Yeah, I'm really not making a serious. Well. To need it be said, I'm not making a serious point here. I, I just, in my brain, I wanted that to be like a moment where she goes, you know, and every relationship that ends, there's a moment where like the person that initiates the breakup, like there's like something trips and you don't always act on it, but like, oh, this is going to be a problem. And I felt like her watching him go full WWE last night was maybe that moment. Like, oh, what am I doing? Maybe she just walks off the field in the middle right. of that. <laughs> right. Just that, that's it. Throws off that custom-made coat that Usex's wife made for her. I'm done. That is. <laughs> I can't take another minute of this. Right. She would have had a lot of company. Yeah. Uh, here's Dennis next. Hello, Dennis. Hey, guys. <clears throat> um, so just a couple of thoughts <clears throat> on the draft maybe here moving forward, too. I know it's sad that we're already there. but Let's do um, it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I listened to Beam. Um, 
last week, and I know he said that he still thinks Diggs is a bona fide number one. Um, I just think that, like, we're going to have to get smart um, and not try to be kind of cute or, you know, fun with the way that we do the draft, like drafting two defensive ends and the same, you know, that type of thing. I don't think we can draft luxury. we got to have an eye on the future. And, like, Diggs is not, I don't think, moving forward. I don't think it would be a smart business move to make him your number one, to see him as a one. At this point in his career, we, we need to draft a one, and Diggs needs to be our two. Um, and that's not a slight on Diggs. It's just, you know, you, you're, you're not going to want to get a guy in the third or fourth round to be your number two, and then in two years, Diggs can't carry the number one banner anymore. Um, I think our eyes need to move to the future. Kincaid is the future. Diggs is still temporarily part of the future, but I would say a year or two maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But we got to get some fresh bodies in here. We are one of the oldest teams in the league, um, and we have to have guys that can contribute. Uh, like you look at the, the Chiefs, and almost their entire defense was drafted in the last two years, drafted homegrown. Um, and they were hitting, and that's what made the Chiefs, you know, so so formidable this year. Um, and, you know, it's got to be one of the moves that we do, too. I, I love that we got our offensive line coming back fully next year and Josh next year, Kincaid. So, I mean, you look at a couple of spots. You only got a couple of spots you need to plug in on offense, and we really got to hit on those. Yeah. You have to invest and hit on those spots. Yeah, the heir apparent part of that, like the 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 new number one guy. I mean, yeah, and you're not. I'm not saying, Dennis, that you're suggesting this that that, that you're going to draft this guy and he will become the one right away. It, it but it, it was a case to be made last April that I made frequently that they need an heir apparent to the the top dog receiver, and they that guy does not exist here yet shakir is not that guy i highly doubt that it's justin shorter or any of the other guys that are just kind of hanging around here um so you're gonna have to get someone in here and hopefully maybe the best you like you you could hope for anything you hope for you know justin jefferson okay um maybe more realistic is exactly what the chiefs just went through with rice where it's sort of a mess for not a mess, but you know whatever. You, you don't know who the guy is, who's going to emerge. They've got Sky Moore, they've got Tony, they've got this guy. You know we're going to get Hardman back. Who's going to who's going to be our meal ticket? And then you know by November it starts to become clear. Hey, this kid, this kid we drafted in the second round, that's the guy. Hopefully the Bills can get to that because uh, I think they're going to need it eventually. Um, and I think it, it hurt them not having more explosive players in the receiving core. I think the, the key to the point is the pedigree. And maybe it can be somebody you draft like they did with Davis on the third day or Justin Short or Shakir again. Like may, maybe it can be somebody like that, but what are your odds? Rice is a second-round pick that's better, but not somebody – I mean, he, he might have been the – sixth or seventh receiver picked, maybe even more than that. Um, First round. First round is where you would give yourself, probably, just logically, your best chance at having somebody that can get to Diggs level someday, like you're saying. It doesn't have to be. It's not likely to be right away. Uh, Jefferson was pretty quick. And you have a guy like Chase or maybe this year Harrison, maybe even one or two others this year that are sort of seem like they're going to be great right away. You're going to have a tough time getting to those players. So that's really, I think, where we all end up is 
it really almost has to be a first-round pick, or else it's going to seem like kind of a long shot. Maybe not the second. We can debate it. Mm-hmm. It's less than three months, though, so we better make time. It's less than wow. three months of the draft. April 25th. Is that counting today? <laughs> yes. And yesterday, actually. It is counting today. The draft is in Detroit, by the way. Detroit's oh, just right. doing it all. Nice for them. Nice for them. Thank you, Dennis. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, with Ian Harditz at 4. This is WGR. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.